Welcome to Always Real Talk. I'm Kwame, and in the virtual studio, we have with us my good friend, Jay Cameron. Jay is a motivated speaker. He's an entrepreneur. He's a father. He's actually also an author of a couple of books, and he is well-known for his traveling throughout the world. Jay, welcome to Always Real Talk. Hey, Kwame, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me and looking forward to our conversation. And uh, it actually, you know, as you talked about, our 31 years of knowing each other, can you believe that? Oh, hey, absolutely. Hey, look, I've known this guy for uh, 31 years, both native Washingtonians, graduated from the mighty Woodrow Wilson High School. Uh, and look, most people don't know that we, we were in a talent show together. Uh, <laughs> somebody got the video. I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll post it on Instagram or something yeah, one day. I saw it, I saw it on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> but look, no, welcome all. Let, let's jump right into it. You uh, authored a new book uh, that comes out next week called uh, Fatherless Fathering. And uh, tell us a little bit about that book. Well, the book was inspired by the fact that I grew up as a fatherless child in the D.C. area. And uh, and now here I am, a father of four, and I wanted to share the journey. So what it is is a chronology from age four all the way up until today. And it really highlights a lot of the different challenges that I faced as a fatherless child. Uh, but I knew my father, you know, so he he lived within uh, 30 minutes of me and, and just kind of walked people through that journey really to help a lot of us who have been through that to understand why we may have behaved or are behaving a particular way, or maybe we didn't go through that, but we're raising fatherless children, or we are teachers or administrators or social workers or uh, people working in different uh, public capacities, and they're working with fatherless people. And so it kind of gives insight. It's raw, it's real, uh, but at the end of the day, it's ultimately inspirational. So that's the uh, that's the premise of the book. Uh, you know, a quick breakdown of the book. I okay, okay. And you know, we always real talk, and this book is clearly uh, uh, all real talk. Now, this book is not the book that jumps on uh, people that are bad dads, right? You talk about it's a number of different uh, uh, surroundings about being a fatherless father, right? Uh, some people have fatherless fathers that are there, they wake up in their household with them every day, right? Absolutely. Uh, some have, like you mentioned, fathers that are that, are that that they know and they see, but they're still not fathering them. Exactly, right? and, and it's so, really yeah. go ahead. Now tell us a little bit about it. I, that, that's that's important for our reader, for our audience to know. I wasn't really sure which direction I wanted to go with it, but I knew it needed to be an honest account of my journey through fatherlessness and to fatherhood. And so honestly, it was one of those things where I was concerned about how much I was going to share and, and, and how deep I wanted it to be. Was it just going to be a guide to say, do this, don't do that? Or was it going to be a guide with a story attached to it? And so that's what I ended up deciding to do. So this is much more than just, okay, do this, do that. But it walks you through my journey as a broken child, a very dysfunctional child, a very angry child a child who struggled with my identity, a child who struggled with insecurities, a child who struggled with many of the issues that fatherless children uh, struggle with. And I'll, and I'll tell you that in today's culture, uh, fatherlessness is almost mocked in many ways because it's so common and people have become desensitized to it uh, on so many levels, but it's a very real problem that adults are dealing with and they're taking these issues into 
their relationships, into their marriages, into their careers, and it manifests itself so many different ways. And so when I started writing, I could not stop writing. It was one of those things where I was like, wow, this is, this was a part of fatherlessness. And this was a part of it too. And how I uh, destroyed so many relationships. All of my romantic relationships failed up until the point when I got married. And then even then I brought that baggage into the marriage and almost destroyed that. Well, the goal again of the book was to help people understand the dynamic. And I think what it what ends up happening is you just hear, okay, someone is fatherless, they have daddy issues, and, and it's a guide for men and women. So it's not just for men, it's for men and women. And you could easily interchange the name with it could be motherless mothering. So it talks about the dynamics that people face when they aren't properly raised by a parent. And so in my case, it just so happened to be uh, my father. But what I also walk people through the, uh, the process of understanding is the psychology of what people go through, the identity issues uh, that, that people face when, you know, a lot of times with boys, they get their identity from their father. So when my father was absent, now I'm still trying to figure out how do I become a man in this society? And, you know, growing up in the 80s, it was a different world than it is here in, in 2020. Oh, absolutely. So, so, so I'm trying to figure all of these things out without that guidance. So I found myself getting into a lot of trouble in school, a lot of trouble in society, uh, uh, very passive aggressive, had a horrible attitude, but you would never know it. You wouldn't know it from looking at me on the surface. You would think, hey, you know, he's a clean cut guy. He's a nice guy. But underneath all of that, I was dealing with a lot of issues. And that's why uh, that's one of the biggest things that I bring home in the book to say, hey, listen, just because we clean up well, doesn't necessarily mean that what we're dealing with has really been rectified. And so I had to reconcile a lot of different issues over the years. And my father passed away 25 years ago. And when he did, there were a lot of unanswered questions that I was just kind of left with. I was 22 years old. I was actually 21 when it happened. And then uh, it was 22 and, and, you know, and, and I turned 22 shortly thereafter. And now trying to figure it out. And I was a father. I was a new father. My daughter was born the same year uh, my father passed away. And so here I am trying to be a father. My father's passed away. And it just it was just a mess for a long time. And uh, but but again, it's a very inspirational book because it shows you how to get out of the mess. And that is the key. And that's why I think it's so important for so many people. And what inspired like is that what inspires you to write the book at some point? You, you decided to, to write a book based on your experience and based on how you're able to help others who could be or are dealing with uh, the exact same, same issue. Um, is, was that what inspired you to, because that's a hard book to write when you're talking about a fatherless person, right, without it being an angry book. And that's the part I, I needed for it not to be an angry book. I needed for it to be an honest book. So so just understand it's a very, very honest book, but I didn't want it to be an angry book. And so it took years to really a part of that reconciliation process was really understanding what happened and why it happened the way that it happened. And, and so it, I guess it probably didn't take until my late 30s for me to really understand some of the family uh, the historical family dynamics that occurred in his life. I needed to understand what happened with him because sometimes we just think somebody's just, oh, they're horrible. They weren't there and they weren't a part of my life. But as I matured, I had to really consider his story and what maybe he didn't receive and, and, and not try to dress it up and not try to make it, you know, okay, well, 
not, not try to make it something that it wasn't, but to really say, okay, what happened here? And so as I grew into manhood and then looked at my own children, because remember, I have four now, I have one right. daughter and three boys. It was kind of like now as I matured, I can tell this story without being angry, but I can still tell the true essence of the story so someone understands uh, the context of their journey. And so that's what you begin to see within this book, the, the full context of it and how you can make the turn. And, and you know, I wear the shirt called Game Changer, how you can become a game that's right. changer. That's right, I see it. I see, yeah. I see the Game Changer shirt. I, I see you have it on. What, let, let me ask you a question. You know, for someone that's sitting out there watching us or someone that's listening to us on the, listen to us on the podcast, you know, what are the top three things uh, that, that one could walk away with or that one could learn uh, from this book? I would have to say the first thing is really understanding, for me, what I walked away with in, in my ultimate conclusion was that although my father was absent, once I began, began to understand his story, I now began to understand that perhaps it might have been better for me not to have been with that influence. And so that's not so much to slight him, but there were some things that he could not give me. He did not know how to give me. And so it would have been unfair for me to, to really put that on him because it wasn't given to him to give to me. So I needed okay. that space to be able to learn it for myself so that I could teach my children differently. A lot of people are walking around upset and angry with their parents because they don't understand why they weren't there. And, and granted, some situations are very abusive. Some situations are very toxic. Oh, no, ab absolutely. Ab and absolutely. So, right. And so there's no excuse for the behavior. But what I the, the next lesson I had to learn is I had to take responsibility for my life and my choices, regardless of what he did or did not do. And so if I continue to blame him and use him for as a crutch for my poor decisions, then that's on me. So as I went through my journey, I had to say, I'm making these poor choices, whether I'm upset with him, whether he didn't give me what he was supposed to give me. I'm the one right. deciding to make these choices. So that's the second thing uh, for me. And the second lesson is really taking responsibility for my own life. And, and the next and the third thing, the third component is really understanding that I went through all of that for a reason. And that's and that kind of brings us to the whole game changer uh, concept in, in discussion, because I had to make a decision. Am I going to do something different? Am I going to be the game changer for my children? Am I going to, or am I going to continue the same pattern that was demonstrated for me? So I decided that I was going to be a game changer. And I said, this is how this is going to play out. It was difficult. It's hard when you don't have anybody to show you how to do it. It's, it's really hard. But the one thing I had to come back to is, OK, what do I want my family to look like? What do I want my children? What example do I want to set for them? And and I really worked hard at that and, uh, and, and being honest with my own issues and my own challenges. And so I'm thankful. So, no, that's great nuggets that folks can 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 walk away from. Uh, and then one, get the book. The book is, comes out next week. You can definitely get the book, as you can see on the screen. Fatherless father, look, fatherless fathering. That's it. Uh, fatherless fathering. fatherless fathering. Come check it out. It's Jay Cameron. Also, next week, go to Amazon. Amazon.com. What you going to pick up? You're going to pick up the book by Jay Cameron. What's the name of the book? Fatherless the book is fathering. called Fatherless Fathering. Fatherless Fathering. Let's make this a number one seller for my good friend, my good brother, uh, Jay Cameron. Jay, it's always good to have you in the Likewise. studio. For our viewers, if it's always real talk, you know it's going to be real.